Hello friends and welcome back to Forge, your esports industry podcast with me, your host, Jan, aka Garyon. Today we're doing a little bit of uh, something that we've done already in the past, uh, but we're going to talk about format and uh, some predictions. And the main topic for that is going to be the current two world championships that are upon us. At uh, the day of recording, it is October 10, and um, we are about to start the League of Legends World Championship play-in stage today. Uh, in fact, at the time that I'm recording this, the first matches are going to be played, but I don't have the stream open, I'm not spoiler, so I don't know anything. Cool, let's dive into it. Um, yeah, first I want to talk about League of Legends, then I want to talk a little bit about Dota, because <clears throat> those are the two big ones that are going on this month and a little bit of next month. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the format, the differences to the years past. And then also um, we'll talk about, um, well, I'll, I'll put in some predictions, how I think it will go. All right. Um, well, sticking on the predictions topic, that is going to be a little bit harder when it comes to League of Legends. Because um, the format is so different compared to the years before that it's harder to actually make predictions. Um, but... We will try anyway. All right, let's um, let's first talk about the changes. So instead of what we had in the last few years, or pretty much the last decade, ever ever since we can remember, um, I mean, like 20, 2013 was still a little bit different, but um, twenty fourteen is one of the the. I think 2014 was the first League of Legends World Championship that I watched in, in its entirety. Um, since then, we kind of have like four main groups, group A, B, C, and D, um, which um, each group can only have one competitor from each region. So just one competitor from Europe, one from China, one from Korea. That's how it always was. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, and um, they would play it out in a double um, so double round drop-in, so like everyone facing each other um, twice in a best of one, um, to see who advances to the next stage, <clears throat> which then would be eight-team single elimination bracket. Uh, so like the top two teams from group A, A1 facing off against B1, and actually would like they, they, would, um, they would draw the, the papers out of the, the bowl, um, yeah, so there would be a not only a group draw, but later on there would be a um, a draw for 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 the quarterfinals. We don't have that this year. Um, also, since I think it's since twenty is it twenty seventeen since since we have the play in stage. I can't fully remember, um, but yeah, we have the play in stage, which is the the stuff that starts today. Um, we'll, um, we'll dive into that in a, in a little bit. Um, but yeah, in, instead of like in the years before, kind of having 12 teams go to the group stage automatically, it's different this year that there's 14 teams that are already seated in what is kind of like stage two or like the, the starting phase of the main event. Um, and two teams qualifying through the play in stage. So, um, what is different? Uh, there's no groups. Instead of groups, we have 16 teams 
playing a Swiss format. If you don't know what a Swiss format is, I'm going to quickly explain it. So it's pretty much uh, 16 teams. The first opponent is randomly chosen and you either win or you lose that match. After round number one, like when that ha happened once, you'll have, out of these 16 teams, you have eight teams with a 1-0 and zero record and eight teams with a 0-1 record. Then you would match teams that are 1-0, and zero, so like the winning teams, against each other. So And also the losing teams. So like one team that lost round one would play against another team that lost round one. And then... Um, after that, you'll usually have four teams that are 2-0, eight teams that are 1-1, and and four teams that are 0-2. And then the same thing happens, just with the exception, you know, it's like the 2-0 the teams play each other again, or like there, there's another pairing until like one, then two teams are 3-0, the 1-1 teams are playing each other, and the 0-2 teams are playing each other. With the exception that now that you look at the 1-1 teams, um... Teams cannot play who they have potentially played before. That is the only kind of like exception of the rule or like the, the, the thing that we have to keep in mind when this stuff happens. All right. Um, so whoever goes to three and zero, so the goal is to get three wins. Whoever goes to three and zero is done. So you win three matches in a row, you're qualified for the next round. Then, um, if same goes like if you go three and one. So like if you if you spin this further, there's going to be three teams that get out on on a three and one record, and there's another three teams that make it to a three and two record, and then everyone else, so like the bottom eight, who everyone who lost three matches, so the zero and three teams, two of them, three one and three teams, and three two and three teams, they are out of the tournament. And then we do, like, at least in, in Worlds this year, it's going to be the same as in the last few years, where there's going to be single elimination bracket uh, continuing to go forward. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've watched the last few championship, uh, the last few World Championships, but I'm having a, a quick look in terms of, like, uh, the, the play-ins, how it worked the past few years. Yeah, play-in stage had, like, a, a group stage last year. 2022 how was it 2021 playing stage was groups as well uh, 2020 was groups if i remember correctly like 2019 and it was the last world championship because it was in europe that i attended in person uh yeah there was groups as well but they were like smaller groups it was like four group groups of three teams and then yeah so the the play-in stage is usually and i'm quickly just checking since when we have the play-in stage. We already had a 2017. Because uh, I remember as well with Fnatic, we had to go through the play-ins. And 2016... Yeah, 2017 was the first year that I actually had play-ins. I'm going to have a quick sip of my coffee. Ah, refreshing. So, um, the play-in stage is usually, um, as the, the top seats are distributed among the major regions, which are Korea, China... Uh, North America and the EMEA region. Um, depending on like who is the strongest region at the time, which is currently Korea and China, those teams get automatically four seats into the tournament, and then the other 
two major regions usually only get three. So when we're looking at the 2023 um, participants, is 22 teams are invited, uh, four from Korea, four from China, three from EMEA, three from North America. Then there come and then there come the other regions. So like those, um, those. What are the, uh, those 14 teams, they are already seeded into the Swiss stage. And everyone else, so the two teams from PCS, the two from Vietnam, one from Japan, one from Brazil, one from Latin America, and one, and one from the World's Qualifying Series, which is a match that happened uh, a couple of days ago um, between one North American and one European team. Though All those teams are going for the play-in stage. Spoiler alert, Europe as was to be expected, won that World's Qualifying Series. Because Europe is... I would say since... When was when was the last team that North America was really good? I think like 2018 was Cloud9 had a decent roster. But Europe made it to the Grand Finals. And since then... Yeah, North America has never looked good. So the play-in stage this year is a little bit different. It's going to be like two brackets. It's called bracket A and bracket B. There's four teams in each bracket, and they're pretty much just playing a double elimination uh, stage. So like a mini tournament. If for like the old school guys or, or, or girls among you, um, this is kind of like StarCraft GSL did it in, in groups in, yeah, 13 years ago. Holy, this is... It, it feels like yesterday. Anyway, so um, the the teams that are in the play-in stage, and I'm going to go into a little bit of predictions here now because the play-in stage is actually something that feels a little bit more predictable than the Swiss stage is. Um, so we have, in bracket A, from Brazil, Loud Gaming. We have what I still like to call the Gigabyte Marines uh, from Vietnam, even though they are called GAM Esports now. Then we have R7 from Latin America and PSG or uh, PSG Talon from PCS. Um, so those are in bracket A. And then in bracket B, we have BDS, who comes from EMEA. We have um, Team Wales, which is Vietnam. Detonation Focus Me from Japan. And then we have uh, CFO, or um, C they're pretty much just called CTBC Flying Oyster from the PCS region as well. Okay, so now going into a little bit of prediction. So what happens in each of those brackets, only the top two teams advance, and then number one team, or like A1 will play against B2, and B1 will play against A2, and then determine the two teams that will make it out. Um, so, looking at bracket A, I think there's a banger match with Loud going up against Gigabyte Marines. I'm like, first disclaimer, I haven't been super deep into League of Legends in recent years. Um, I've, I've always watched, but I couldn't tell you, like, how strong each team or, like, each region is right now in comparison to the others. But from, like, the trend that we've seen over the last few years, it's... Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, we'll... Like, usually Vietnam always had, like, at least one very strong team. And that's also why Gigabyte Marines or GAM is in Pool 1. 
um, when when the groups or when the brackets were kind of drawn, same as the PCS teams and the team from the World's Qualifying Series. So I think, but with the recent rise or kind of like, especially what Loud has been doing in, in Valorant, and Loud has already been strong in past years in League of Legends. And, they have, and there were some amazing series, um, I think like in, in both last year's play-in stages. Um, like, yeah, uh, I think they made it to, to like the knockout stage and then it was a hard match last year that I remember against Detonation Focus Me. Um, that is still a match that I watched. And then uh, not two years ago, they, they actually weren't, uh, was still Red Cannons. That's a name I haven't seen in a, in a while. Um, so yeah, I, I think Loud can be strong. I would, I would, and, and I think this is the match that is currently being played. I have no idea how it's going, but I would suggest, I would guess it would go all three maps because I think Gigabyte Marines are strong, but I could see Loud coming with something that Gam is not expecting and Loud winning this series two to one. And then Loud making it to the the upper bracket final in bracket A. Uh, the other match is going to be R7 versus PSG. I think uh, with PSG Talon being a PCS team, they're going to win this comfortably 2-0. Um, which would mean that in the lower bracket, there's GAM against R7. I'm giving this to GAM. And then in the upper bracket, it's Loud against PSG. Um, that, is, that is a tricky one. Um, I would go hard and say loud win this, and then it's up. It's PSG versus Gam, which is also like for the play-in stage. That's a banger match. That's gonna be a good one. Um, so yeah, bracket A is, in my opinion, probably a little bit harder than bracket B is. But um, yeah, let's. I, I I would predict out of bracket A, it's in the end still loud and PSG making it out, Loud as the one seed and PSG as the two seed. So now let's go to bracket B. And um, <clears throat> look, I'm from Europe. BDS is going to win this. They're, they're, they're playing against Team Wales. It's it's going to be a, an easy 2-0 tomorrow. And then we have Detonation Focus Me against uh, or DFM against CFO. Um, PCS is a hard opponent. But uh, DFM has been a regular at at um, at Worlds play-in stages, so I'm giving this to DFM. Um, in the end, I think is is BDS going out as the number one seed, and then DFM going out of bracket B as the number two seed. So PCS being out here, which would give us the qualifier matches for the Swiss stage of BDS against PSG, which is a nice match and loud against detonation focus me it's like I'm, I'm just predicting this because i want that rematch um and then it could be really cool to have brazil or japan um i, I kind of can't remember like who made it last year out of the out of the um oh yeah back that back then there was still like north america and uh, north america and eu in there and group b there was also china and korea yeah, uh, that was the weird thing where Matt lost against EG, because EG had a really good run. 
but then they're still bombed out of groups. Well, same as same as uh, same as G two. Oh yeah, last year last year was uh, I'm too forgetful, but last year was the year where only Rogue made it out of the um, out of the uh, out of the group stage, and they even played a tiebreaker against DRX. Um, all right, so yeah, I would I would guess it's BDS and. I'm giving this... I'm actually giving this to Loud. I'm giving it to Loud to make it to the Swiss stage. And then... In the main stage, or like Swiss stage, we have Billy Billy. I'm, I'm just going... Because they're all sorted alphabetically. Um, or let me see if I can actually go with... Yeah, I can go by region. So from Korea, we have Genji, T1, KT Rollstar, and um, D plus Kia, which is um, good old uh, dumb one. Um, from China, we have JDG, Billy Billy Gaming, LNG, and Weibo Gaming. EMEA represented by G2, Fnatic, and Mad Lions, and North America, NRG, Cloud9, and Team Liquid. So, <clears throat> it's, it's so hard to actually, like, go and predict, because we don't know who's going to play against whom. But if I'm, if I'm supposed to, like, kind of, like, what, what I can do now is I'll pick the... I'll pick the two teams that I think will go out 0-3, um, which would be loud if they come in from the play-in stage. I don't think they, they would make it in the Swiss stage. And well, probably one of the North American teams. Um, maybe Team Liquid. Maybe NRG. I don't know. Um it's pretty it's pretty hard to predict. When it comes to like the top eight teams that I think are going to make it through, I think that no Korean team will lose no Korean team. And probably three of the four Chinese teams make it. I could see that potentially Billy Billy or Weibo is is, is dropping out and, and losing. And then instead of them, one European team that makes it. But that would be hard. Um, if I would have to guess and, and, and put a pin in it, like who I think will make it, then it's... I'll probably have to go with G2. <clears throat> Fnatic could be a surprise. Also, like Mad Lions is... I hope they do well. Um because there's Hilly Sang on this roster, one of the the players that I used to be managing as well. So yeah, I I, I would say like if I'll, I'll try to predict now the the eight teams that we'll see in the in the main station, and I say it's gonna be Gen G T One Kitty Rollstar, uh, D Plus. Uh, we'll see JDG, we'll see LNG and Weibo. And I think Billy Billy, even though they have the championship points, um, it's gonna be tricky <laughs> for them. All, all, all they they have a hard time. Um, I mean, their roster isn't bad, but as if if I look at all of the other rosters like Weibo, LNG, JDG from China, then there's so much more experience when it comes to you know, like there's Tarzan Scout on LNG. There's the Shy uh, and Jahu on on Weibo. Uh, there's three six nine ruler Kanavi playing on on JDG. Yes, there's there's Korean players as well. 
um but um yeah i i just see like the experience being being there and then the eighth team uh yeah i, I think it's gonna be g2 i think they can make it as one of the three and two teams and probably in the final match um throwing Fnatic out of the tournament um and then Fnatic going 2-3. But yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. I think we like in, in the next few episodes of this podcast I can do a quick check-in in between. Um so play and stages are play, are being played this week until the 15th of October and then 19th of October, which is next week Thursday, is gonna be round one of the Swiss stage. Um Whereas round two is going to be on the 20th. And then um, we'll have the Saturday, Sunday, Monday split. Uh, where the round three matches are going to be played. Uh, and then round four as well over there. They're splitting They're splitting the matches a little bit. Because I think in the, in the Swiss stage there's going to be different... Um, it's also going to be different because like round one and round two are probably going to be best of ones. Then there's best of threes for the rest of it. And then quarterfinals, we're, we're already in, into November uh, with quarterfinals. So yeah, a good month of League of Legends esports action is in front of us. So yeah, it's, it's 10th of October today. Start of play-ins and the finals are going to be on Sunday, November uh 19th so a good five weeks good five weeks of league of legends esports action cool let's um talk a little bit about another moba which is going to be ti 2023 and uh i'll actually what i'll what i'll do is i'll pause the recording here and then we'll record on the next day because i think tomorrow is when they'll release the groups so i'll talk about um i'll talk about dota stuff tomorrow morning um like put it at the like onto this recording and then release it like shortly after so we can also check like how the league of legends results went so we'll make a quick time cut and i'll see you in one second all right and we're back it's another day um and um my predictions in League of Legends didn't didn't go too bad. Um, let's have a look again. Uh, I just have to open it. Uh, well, Loud versus Scam wasn't as close as expected. Um, as I was recording at the same time yesterday, and then had some other work to do, I didn't I didn't see the match. Um, and actually, PSG versus R seven was played earlier. I thought it was the other way around. Um, but yeah, it like. We have the results here. Loud is going to play against PSG and Gam against R7 in the losers bracket. I think Gam is going to win that. And and yeah, like as I as I said yesterday, or as you heard me talking about that, what ten minutes ago, I think it's going to be Loud again. Loud and PSG making it out of this group. Um, but yeah, let's talk about TI because um, yesterday we didn't have them yet, but today we have them. Uh, today is uh, October 11th, uh, the day of. Re release of this podcast so um and the ti groups were just announced um ti is a little bit different we're like we're going at ti with a little bit of mixed feelings this year a 
of course, you know, as, as, as I'm working with Nygma Galaxy, unfortunately, we didn't make it again to TI. Um, but also, it's, it's weird to look at TI when it has the lowest price pool I think it ever had since, what, TI3, TI4? Wasn't TI3, like, already bigger in terms of price pool? Uh, let's have a look. Um, it's going to check again. Yeah, it has the price pool is roughly the same of TI3. It's 2.9 million dollars compared to 18.9 million, like 16 million dollars in price money, less than than it was last year. And um, yeah, it's it's kind of weird when you when you look at an event that has these record-breaking numbers in terms of price money year in and year out, and then it's this low. Um, it doesn't really feel like there's a lot of hype around TI. So, yeah, I'm I'm not really sure. Um, there's been lots lots of more hype around TI in in the past years. Like, um, of course, you know the the first three, um, especially TI one in in Cologne at Gamescom, um, that was pretty pretty cool because it was the first time I think that uh, we had a prize pool being over a million dollars. And then you know the 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 great years uh, like I remember every year um, around Gamescom time usually um, there were great series for TI like uh, I remember watching like TI uh, TI twenty fifth TI five games uh, whilst working at Gamescom TI six games whilst competing at Gamescom as well in the middle of the night um, uh, TI seven I didn't watch as much, but uh, that was that was a great tournament. Um, tier eight was was great watching that. It's like usually the the time to to watch it in, in Europe is always a little bit late. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. This year it feels a little bit weird. It feels there isn't as much hype around it, which is sad. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with the prize money. But let's look at um, the format, which also has changed uh, in comparison to. What, what we have known in recent years. So it's still 20 teams. Um, but in the past few years, we've always had two groups in a group stage. We have like 10 teams in each group. Uh, the bottom two teams. Um, and then, yeah, kind of like everyone playing each other in a best of two. Um, so like either going to 0, 1, 1 or 0 and 2. Um, and then you would get points awarded and, and based on your map score advanced to the next stage. So um, it was it was the case that you would have four teams at the top um, and, and potentially, you know, if, if teams were tied like in, in four or fifth, you would play a tiebreaker. Um, but yeah, you would have usually have four teams that, um, that would be at the top, then teams number five to eight uh, in the middle and then nine and ten. Whoever finished the, the two lowest teams to finish in the group would be eliminated of TI. Um, the top four teams of each group would then go into the main event, um, which was just a double elimination bracket, and they would play against each other in the upper bracket round one, which was um, eight teams. And then the lower eight teams, they would start in the lower bracket. And... Um, yeah, it's kind of like do or die for all of them. Uh, the format hasn't changed too much, um, to be completely 
um, open. It's just that instead of two groups, we now have only four. Um, I, let's let's have a quick look um, at the group stage matches because um, they'll they'll be the group stage will be played in like two days, so it's gonna be a very very quick one. Um, and um, I think it's still it's still best of twos um, for for each team, and then the bottom team out of each group will be eliminated, and then the top teams of each group will um, the top two teams top two will go to the upper bracket um, in, the, in the main event and the teams at three and four will go to the um, lower bracket so as anything can happen there isn't too much again this time that we can predict but let's try shall we so, uh, hmm. Group A. Group A has nine pandas from the CIS region, Entity from Europe, e Evil Geniuses from uh, Brazil, Team SMG from Southeast Asia, and Team Spirit, again, CIS. Um, of course, I think we talked about like how to qualify with the Dota Pro circuit. I think we talked about that a couple of episodes ago um, when, when Zach was here. Um, but yeah, so these out of these teams, so like two of them come from the, the regional qualifiers, um, which are Entity and SMG. SMG actually playing with one of the Enigma players. Uh, they have mind control on loan for this tournament. Um, so yeah, uh, it's going to be tricky. So Nine Pandas, they are the highest ranked team out of this group, I think. Uh, together with, with Evil Geniuses, so like Nine Pandas at DPC rank 4, EG at DPC rank 5, and then there's Team Spirit at 10. So it's, it's quite a good group with like the two teams that regionally qualified. Um, overall, it's, again, it's so hard to predict, but I would guess that Nine Pandas will go to the upper bracket. Yeah, I think it I think it's gonna be nine nine pandas and EG still um going to the upper bracket. And then either I think either SMG or Spirit is the one that uh is not gonna make it. Um I mean even though Spirit won TI two years ago and they still qualified through DPC points uh, it could be that it's a little bit of a tough one. Um, like yeah, looking looking at the SMG roster, like there's 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 cool players in there next to MC. There's no one. There's mid one playing. So even though Southeast Asia has been a little bit weak, I'll, I'll give them I'll give them some chances. But yeah, I think it's either SMG or Spirit who's not gonna make it. Then looking at Group B, we have Azure Azure Ray. Um, which um, is an interesting team because it features Somnus, Chalice, and FY, um, some of the players that used to be playing on PSG or LGD, or PSG LGD, as it, as it was called for some time. Then there's Bat Boom team, which is the number 12 team out of the uh, DPC. Shopify Rebellion, Team Liquid, and Thunder Awaken. So Thunder Awaken is the qualifier from South America. 
and then Shopify Rebellion and Liquids. They are the number one and number seven team from the from the um, from the DPC. Okay, who do I think is gonna make it out? I'd say Liquid and. Azure apparently have been on a two-month boot camp. And if Somnus and FY are on fire, then I think it's going to be the Chinese team and Liquid. So Azure and Liquid making it in the top two. I think Shopify Rebellion will, will go to the lower bracket, but they'll still make it out of the groups. And then oh, Bad, Boom, Bad Boom, Thunder Awaken... Ah, uh, it 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 could happen. I don't know. It's it's so tricky. Uh, it could happen that Thunder Awaken. Uh, yeah, I think Bedroom should have this, and and Thunder Awaken goes out. But I mean, they've they've had a good run last year at TI. So I think it's between those two again. It's 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 hard to call, and anything can happen. Group C, uh, Beast Coast. Uh, which is the DPC number nine team, Gaming Gladiators, uh, the, the number two team. Then we have LGD, who are team number six. Uh, we have Nouns and Virtus Pro from the regional qualified teams. Nouns North America, Virtus Pro from Eastern Europe. Um, I think the the two teams that I see for sure making it out in here are Gaming Gladiators and LGD. Gaming seemed to be on a little bit of a... Like, we first thought they, they would make this Grand Slam of, like, just winning every big tournament. Um, like, every major NTI. Um, which... Um, they did win every major. But then, suddenly, what we didn't expect is... We, we thought they would win Riyadh Masters as well. And it didn't happen. Um, but I still think they will 100% go out as the number one team in this group. Um, yeah, I think LGD and Beast Coast are also fine. And then the, the one team that I don't see advance is, uh, in this case, probably Nouns. Uh, North America isn't really the strongest region. I mean, in fact, there's only, what, two North American teams uh, there that's Shopify... Uh, which has a legendary roster, like a lot of legendary players in the roster and nouns. And I think um, even the nouns has, has, of course, good players as well. I don't think they'll they'll make it and, and they'll go out in group stage. And then we finally have Group D with um, Keith uh, Stars and PSG Quest. So Quest is used to be Quest Esports, but they're now having a partnership with PSG, as LGD had before. Um, those are the two regional qualifier teams. Then we have Talon as the number eight team from the DPC. TSM. Oh, never mind. TSM is the other North American team. For some for some reason, I forgot about them. TSM and Tundra Esports. So, um, out of those, uh, yeah, I think the the one not making it out is even though you should never sleep on South America as Kate Stars. I I don't think they'll they'll go out. I think we'll we'll see Tundra and, and Talon comfortably going out, and then Quest and and uh, TSM 
making it to the lower bracket. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that wraps it up for for TI. Um, there's gonna be like another like phase two um, where there's actually really interesting. Um, I didn't see that until now. Why did I miss this? So it's um, the number one and number two teams will play against a three or four team from another group. And then whoever wins those matches goes then goes to the to the upper bracket final upper brackets okay. That is a little bit different, um, but I I would assume it's probably because because of its less groups it's it's, it's smaller groups it's also kind of like less matches for everyone, and just to like give them another match and, and add a little bit more. But yeah, unfortunately, as I mentioned, there isn't as much hype around TI. Um, which um, is going to start tomorrow, actually, on the 12th of October. Um, if, if I were to pick, like, who's going to win it, I think I think we're, we're maybe looking at the Gaming Gladiators win. Um, Liquid is looking good as well. Um, could be a repeat for Tundra. And Thompson being the only, the only player to, to do it, like, three times. But you never know, you know. It um, we had uh, the years that OG won when they came from the from the last chance and, and regional qualifiers, or um, you know, it, every, anything can happen in Dota. Um, just think about Team Secret being relegated to um, to Division Two just months after they played in the TI final. But yeah, cool. Um, I think that wraps it up for um, these predictions. I think that wraps it up for the for the pod, for this podcast episode. Um, we'll we'll be back next week. Not yet sure what what the main topic is going to be next week, but we'll definitely have a quick look again into um, where we are with the respective tournaments and how things are going. Um, Dota is also a shorter event, uh, so the finals weekend is already on like October 27 to October 29, um, so it's just gonna be a quick um, two and a half weeks for Dota, but we're used to that. Usually TI would always only last kind of like two weeks. All right, um, if you made it this far, thank you very much for listening to this podcast episode. Usually there's another person with me. Unfortunately, uh, Zach currently can't be here. That's why this is, at the moment, or for now, a, a solo podcast. If you have any questions, um, being it about like esports in general, the esports industry, certain topics about working in esports or the esports business as a whole, feel free to send them in. The email for that is info at forge podcast.com um, be aware there is a dash or a minus symbol between forge and podcast so info at forge minus podcast.com again thank you very much for listening i'll hope to see you or hear or hope to have you as a listener again in the next one until then have a good one and cheerio